Pod People. Hey, y'all. I'm so sorry I'm late for brunch. I was over my new booze place and he was slowing me down, if you know what I mean. <laughs> ah, yeah, he nasty. <laughs> oh, okay. I see things are going well with the new boo. Wait, wait, wait. You have a new guy that I don't know about? Why am I out of the loop? Well, I mean, we've been so busy. I haven't had the chance to tell you, Jason. Last night, we had a great night, okay? We went to dinner and a movie and back to his place. (laughs) Oh, you should never go to the movies when dating someone new, Erica. Like, y'all don't even get the chance to talk. I mean, that's what I always say. That's my rule. Well, wait, I don't know if I agree with that. How long have y'all been dating, Erica? I mean, it's been a solid month. Plus, we don't do a lot of talking at his place either, if you know what I mean. Erica... Are you already sleeping with him? Like, girl, that is a big no-no. Even Steve Harvey said that in his book, Think Like a Man, you know? And that was like 20 years ago. 90 days before sex at least, right? I think like that's the rule. Girl, ain't nobody listening to Steve Harvey's ass, period, okay? Right. I mean, the only Steve I fucks with is Steve Carell <laughs> with his cute self. He be giving daddy vibes. Weird flex, Jason, but okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> me and Nubu have been having a blast together. Our chemistry is amazing. And you know what? I'm excited to see where it goes. Hey, welcome to the restaurant. I'm Sarah. Are y'all ready to order? I am. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take the French toast. Um, Erica, are you sure you want to do French toast? All those carbs, all that sugar? Don't gain too much happy weight. <laughs> You're not even your new boo's girlfriend yet. Um, rude. And yes, I'm sure. Sarah, I will have the French toast. Okay, I got it. You know what, Sarah? Bring her a kale salad as well. And I'm also going to have the kale salad. Okay, two kale salads. Um, Sarah? And French toast. I don't want a kale salad, okay? (laughs) Like I said, I'll take the French toast. And you know what? Go ahead and add a side of bacon to that. Mm. Okay, French toast and bacon it is. Um, Sarah, I want to let you know that I'm paying for brunch. So she's going to do a kale salad on the side. No bacon. Her little French toast. And whatever the gentleman wants. Oh, I get to order for myself? I thought you were micromanaging the menu. You know what? I'm just trying to do what's best for her, okay? I'm her friend of 10 years. I know how her hips spread, okay? Don't be a hater, Jason. Just order your damn food. You know what, you guys? (laughs) I'll come back in a few minutes when you all figure this out. Yeah, you need to calm down. Welcome to Jasmine Gives Bad Advice. I really want to say welcome back because hopefully y'all have listened before. (laughs) On this show, you send me questions that you need answers to online. And I tell you what I think after I create an elaborate sketch kind of making fun of it. Isn't this fun? (laughs) Now, that was my interpretation of a question that came to me from an anonymous listener who is wondering how to deal with a friend who gives lots of unsolicited advice. Mm. And as you know, that's only how their conversations over brunch go in my head. So let's jump into today's episode and hear the actual question from Anonymous's unsolicited advice dilemma. Yeah, she didn't even want me to tell y'all her identity on this one. Okay, here's the question from Anonymous. 
I have a friend of 10 years who constantly gives me unsolicited advice, relationships, parenting, etc. She thinks she knows me better than I know myself. Mm-mm-mm. Hold on, girl. <laughs> you have a friend who thinks that they know you better than you know you? Girl, I I don't know. Listen, do I need to look up narcissism? Because y- y'all use it so much, I forgot what it means. But it's giving me narcissistic. But let me, <laughs> I always get distracted. Let me keep going. Anonymous says, how do I end the friendship or set boundaries? We have similar interests and grew up together. She's not self-aware. And I'm learning how to set boundaries and find my place in the world. Good for you for just being able to type that you're really trying to find your place in the world. I really commend you for that. Let me keep going. Anonymous says, but with us being friends for so long, I don't know how to set boundaries with her. She makes me feel terrible about myself, but we have a good time when we're together and she's so integrated into my life. I am lost. I would like to be anonymous, though, in case she listens to the show. So please don't say my email or city. Thank you. I'm super excited for your podcast. Whew, anonymous. First of all, thank you for being excited about the podcast. And I have no problem keeping you anonymous, honey. But I have some problems here in this very short question that you've left me. Y'all, sometimes I feel like I need examples, but there are some red flags in the question, and I'm going to point them out right now. First of all, y'all have been friends for 10 years. Couldn't be me, because the second thing that you said was she's not self-aware. I don't know if I could be friends with somebody for a whole decade and them, number one, think they know me better than I know me, but they don't also know themselves, because How is she going to know you better than she knows herself? Because she can't even check herself on being an asshole. All the shade. When you say that your friend is not self-aware, all I hear is that she doesn't hear herself when she talks and doesn't know how she comes across, but she thinks she knows you better than you know you. That's the first problem. The second problem that I really, really like the reason you should not be friends with her anymore, in my opinion, is she makes you feel bad about yourself. Good friends do not make you feel bad about yourself. I understand that when y'all go out, y'all probably kiki and have a good time, have a cocktail or whatever. You can find other friends to do that with that don't make you feel bad about yourself. So the fact that she isn't self-aware and she makes you feel bad about yourself, off top, I'm going to say stop being her friend. And the third reason I'm going to say that is because you said that you are considering ending the friendship with her. So if you're considering ending the friendship with her, go ahead and do it, babe. Cut it off. It ain't ain't nothing to cut that that off. Have you ever heard that song? Why didn't you take that to heart? (laughs) Listen, I've been in your position. I've never had a friend that I would say per se made me feel bad about myself. But I've had long friendships that had to come to an end because we just outgrew each other. And it's really hard to let go of a friendship that lasts 10 years. I've been there. Because it's like a relationship or it's like a bond or you've grown up with that person. But at the end of the day, if they are no longer serving you, that is the one thing you have to remember. If they are no longer serving you, then you have to cut them off. Okay. now sometimes it's really hard to cut people off or you don't want to. You feel bad about it. Or if you want to have a conversation before instead of just ghosting them, which Some people don't agree with, but I I don't have a problem with ghosting people and being like, you know what? I'm not available. I'm busy. 
whatever the case is. To me, that's not ghosting. Ghosting is never responding. I just recommend never being available to hang out with them ever again until they stop asking you. But if you're looking for a way to set boundaries, I would have a conversation with her. I would say, hey, we've been friends for a really long time. I value our friendship and I'd like to set boundaries. That's my goal for this conversation is to let you know that I want to set boundaries. Be 100% upfront. I would say you give me unsolicited advice sometimes and it really makes me feel bad about myself. And I think we'd have a better friendship if you became more aware of the things that hurt my feelings and then give them one or two examples of how they've hurt your feelings within the last, you know, year or so and see what they have to say. And if they don't take accountability, just say, you know what, I just don't know if we're going to be able to be friends in the way that we've been friends over the last 10 years because... You know, I'm trying to talk to you about it and I'm having a difficult time talking to you about it. And so when they ask you to hang out or you stop replying to their text messages or calls, they know exactly why and they can't pretend like they didn't know why, period. And if they don't respect how you feel about it, it ain't nothing to cut that off. Go ahead and stop picking up their calls, babe, and go ahead and mute them or hide them on Instagram, (laughs) Facebook, remove them from Snapchat, take them off your Pinterest, take them off your email list. Remove them from your text messages on your group messages. Take them off your Walmart uh, rewards little app that I don't know my mama be using that. Take them off of everything, okay? Because the friendship is over. And go ahead and continue to find your place in the world. So that's my advice. Oh, y'all, why do I sound out of breath? Uh, We'll be right back after this break while I catch my breath. Okay, y'all, welcome back to Jasmine Gives Bad Advice. Y'all know that I use this segment to really sort of rant about anything and everything. And this is kind of an old topic. I did a video about it on my TikTok, but it's about lazy women. Lazy women and the idea that women could be lazy and that we need to get off of our asses and go to work. The TikTok was funny, but it really, it doesn't allow me to really give my thoughts and my point of view about it. And I know it's been several weeks, but it just really irks me. So I really feel like I need to get this off my chest. And I want to break this into two parts. The first part I will say is calling women lazy or saying women need to get off of our asses and work. I hope y'all know that that's rooted in misogyny. Women are some of the hardest working species on the damn planet. Are we a species? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. The point is, is we go to work. We work. We pay bills. We provide for ourselves. And even if we didn't, we do so much emotional work and spiritual work with our friends, our family, our children, our partners, that it drains us. We do so much labor at home subconsciously without even realizing that we're doing the physical work by picking up after people physically, emotionally, spiritually. Men aren't doing spiritual work in any community that I know. 
Look how many women are going to therapy, child. Look at the education that women value and not just in school. I'm growing a whole human. Do you know how many books I've read? Child, my spouse is looking at me for information like I'm the thesaurus in this bitch. I don't know if y'all know, (laughs) not to mention the fact that we actually start businesses and shit like that. It's just so misogynistic to say that women need to get off of our asses because since the beginning of time, we've been getting off of our asses and supporting our communities. Let's not even go into the political work that we do. We be really saving y'all's asses, which brings me to my next point, black women. Whenever I hear somebody, and it's usually a white woman or a black man say that women need to get off of their asses and work, I know you are not talking to black women, child. You can't be talking to us. My grandmother picked cotton. Most of our mothers worked nine to fives, came home, cooked, cleaned, and raised us. Who are you talking about? Listen, when you hear popular people say that people need to get off of their asses and work, it's not something that should be said in general because even your rich ass friends shouldn't have to get off their asses and work because most of them are married or partnered with privileged people or grew up with privilege themselves and have trust funds and millions of dollars in the bank. Why would they need to get off of their asses and work? Number one, baby, if you got uh, millions of dollars in the bank, why do I have to? Number one. And number two, I know you are not talking to black women because not only do we come through and save democracy every time, we've been breastfeeding y'all's children. We've been saving y'all damn lives with medicine involuntarily. We've been spiritual healers. I mean, a lot of black women be teaching y'all how to wash y'all's asses. We're highly educated. We start more businesses than any other group. I know you are not talking to black women when you say that women need to get off of their asses and work. But in general, the entire conversation just irritates my spirit because I know how much women all over the world do. Like I know the work that we put in to keep everybody sane and sanitary. And your little raggedy ass has the audacity to tell women that they need to do better. I'm sorry, babe. It sounds raggedy. It sounds like something a raggedy ass man would say. And y'all, we can't let it go either, okay? We don't have to dwell on who said it and all of that. The point is, we have to continue to just really remember that without women, all of this shit would shut down, okay? And listen, I'm no poet, so you might not like the way I said it, but you cannot deny everything that I said is freaking true, okay? We are healers, spiritually, physically, emotionally, even when we don't wanna be, we do it intuitively. So I really don't wanna hear anybody else talk about how women are lazy, because you know who's really, really, really lazy? Capitalists. And you know what they look like? bald and they have balls okay most of them and I just really want to tell y'all that I am never gonna let this go my armpits will sweat while I'm talking about this for the next 20 years of my life because I have nightmares about the fact that a rich 
white woman got in front of all of us and told us that we are all lazy baby she was not talking to black women especially and she definitely wasn't talking to the most women that i know in general and it was rooted in misogyny and i just have to let you guys know that okay and i have to rant about it and i'm, I'm just never gonna let it go OMG, thank y'all so much for listening. I kind of went on a rant this episode, like, oh, I was so mad. <laughs> I've been so mad this episode. But anyway, tune in every week for my best or worst advice. And if you have a problem that needs solving, let me know about it. You can submit a question at the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok at J-A-Z-M-Y-N-J-W. And I just wanted to say I've gotten so much positive feedback on the podcast so far. Thank y'all so much for listening. And remember, if a friend didn't ask you for your opinion, mind your business babe there's nothing like unsolicited advice and opinions that really just irritates my spirit which is the theme of the podcast for today (laughs) jasmine gives bad advice was written by me and it was co-created by me and my friends at pod people who make this podcast come to life honey rachel king matt sav chris jacobs Brian Rivers, Morgan Foose, and Ann Fuse. Special thanks to you all for listening and to my friends and family that support the show. If you love the show, share it with a friend, okay? And if you really want to share the love, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at J-A-Z-M-Y-N-J-W on TikTok and Instagram and Comedian Jasmine W on YouTube to stay up to date on everything I've got going on, honey. Until next time, have a great week.